Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai, and I'm so excited to be sitting here again with the key set customer of Gilmore Girls and the author of the new book, The Stories and Recipes of Valerie's Cat Ice Cream, Valerie Campbell. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm finally I'm excited that you're back. I only have a quick moment. I'm not working today. <laughs> no, I'm Good. super excited. And, and friends that, that may not know who Valerie is, let me just give like a quick little background. So this amazing person that I'm sitting with today, uh, Valerie, uh, was the, the is a costumer for film and TV, uh, known particularly for her work on Gilmore Girls, where she was the key set costumer. Uh, but here's the really cool thing, and we're going to talk about this. She has developed and crafted more than 130 flavors of ice cream over the last 20 years. And I'm super excited to have her back here talking with me because it's been, I guess, how long has it been? Has it been two years? Has it been a year and a half since it, your last it's been one? Probably Probably nine months, maybe yeah. a little less, because I don't think we friended each other right away. But right. I, I just celebrated. Well, maybe it has been a year. Maybe. I can't remember. When yeah, I think it, I think it was. I think it was like it, it definitely was over a year ago for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? At this point, time is a construct. Who knows? I don't even know it what is. day it is. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. Monday. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> so the last time we spoke. Um, I had not yet finished Gilmore Girls. I think that I was still on either like season three or four at that point. I, wow. I, I wasn't far along. I don't even know if I was halfway through the show yeah. yet. Uh, and now that I'm finished, I can say that this was quite the experience <laughs> for me uh, yeah. because I got to meet so many incredible people. Uh, the fandom is amazing. The cast yeah. that I've met is amazing. The crew that I've met is amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. And I get to hang out with you like you yeah. have been such a blessing and a, and a light in my life and I just wanted to make sure I said thank you for for all that oh, you have done welcome. for me it's been such I, a pleasure is there any questions about the show that you're like why did they do that or <laughs> what or what were they thinking I don't know what was your biggest question there, that you had the, I, I don't even know where to begin I, th I think there's so many things that um I, I think I want to touch upon, and I think it, it might be a fluid thing. We might might we, won't, we might want to dive into it as we go through because I have okay. a couple I have a, a couple questions I want to ask you here. So, for um, for those of you that, that don't know, uh, Valerie has been rewatching the show as well, uh, even yeah. though that you were uh, a part of it <laughs> since the halfway through season one, if I'm not mistaken, is yes. when you when you came Episode on board. 11. Yeah, and so now you are rewatching it with the fandom of Gilmore Girls. Uh, talk about what that has been like for you to rewatch this show with the fandom. It's wild because I have a very good memory. Like I remember as much as I possibly can. One, because I took, I was one of the people that took the photographs of the actors. And so I have a lot of photographs. And so just having physical things like that, it helps me jog my memory on like, oh yeah, we did this. And it was March 13th, uh, 2003 or whatever, you know, I know. Like I can jog my memory because like, oh yeah, we did it at this time because then I have another photograph that says we did something else after. And having that physical evidence helps me to remember a lot of things. Um, but for me, it's just been wild because there's things I don't remember, like some of the, some of the scenes. And also I didn't watch the episodes. So there'll be music cues there'll be like phone conversations like the like Alex Borstein's voice on the voice machine. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that she was in that part because I didn't see that. We didn't hear that. It was our script supervisor reading the line or maybe the stand-in was reading the line or the dialogue coach. Someone else was doing it, not the actor that they cast because we didn't see them. So there's little tiny subtle things that are different. And then there's the blatantly obvious things that you all miss like like that one background guy that keeps walking and is in every shot, like Robert Lee or, or uh, my friend Paul. And I know all these guys for real in real life. Like I still keep in touch with a like lot. Like they're just of, walking through the background oh, just yeah. over, and, like, over oh. and over again. Just <laughs> There's actually a background guy that played one of the teachers. He and his wife would, were teachers at Chilton. And he passed away shortly after Gilmore Girls finished. And it's always so dear and sweet when I see him walking by. I'm like, oh my God, it's Dallas. Aww. You know, like, so there's, there's nice joyful moments like that where 
you get to relive someone that you hadn't thought about in a while. And of course, seeing Ed on camera, oh, he, we were really, really super close to it's not a, have him around. It's amazing, like how much, like I, I guess time has gone by since the show yeah. first premiered, because it premiered, oh gosh, what year was this, 2001? I believe, no, I got married in 2001. It premiered in 2000, I believe. 2000, yeah. And yeah. I got married at the end of the first season, so. Wow, and like, so all of these years have gone by and uh, one of the main questions that I hear a lot of the actors and crew members get is, have you watched the show? And a lot of them will be like, no. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and the reason that they give, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, the reason that they give is because okay. like, you're there working on the show, right? So like, you don't necessarily work on the show and then go home and then watch it, right? When the show started, TiVo did not exist. So in order to watch the show, you would have had to VHS it. And I mean, frankly, we're I dating read ourselves every... with that. When we say VHS yeah. and TiVo, we're dating ourselves with this I <laughs> terminology remember like that. TiVo came out because <laughs> George Bell had gotten a TiVo and he was like, like, oh, I just watched such and such. But we weren't watching Gilmore Girls. We were watching other stuff. We knew what was going on in the show. We didn't need to watch it. We didn't have a desire. They occasionally, and I mean, very rare, would they ever play the episodes for the crew. A lot of times on shows, once a week, when it's airing, they pre they air it at lunch, but not on Gilmore Girls, not often. Maybe once or twice throughout the seasons, they would do it if it was like a special episode. Um, but really, we just didn't have time. I was always working. Uh, after Gilmore Girls, I worked on another show, and I went down to Mexico with Brenda, who's the costume designer from Gilmore Girls, and we were doing Dragon Ball, horrible show. She was the assistant designer, I was the supervisor, and we were in the hotel room, and, and I went to go to Brenda's door, and guess what's playing in Spanish? Tell me Doug. it's Gilmore Girls in Spanish. Gilmore Girls in Spanish, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, why are you watching this? <laughs> I love um, that, oh my God. But it's a trip watching it, because yeah. every, you know, throughout the years, people have like, what, what team are you? And I'm always like, Team Marty, you know, like, because I like You're Team You're Team Marty. Marty. That's one but, of the questions I was going to ask. If, what, but if you know you were what, I was team. always, I was always Team Marty because I always thought he was the one that she should end up with. Mm. And now people are pointing out something that I don't remember, which is that apparently he became a jerk in season seven. And I'm like, well, if it was season seven, Amy didn't write it. So who's to <laughs> say that choices. that would have happened? They, right? they definitely made some choices uh, with yeah. Marty in that in that regard. Have you gotten through the whole thing yet? No. Or? Mm -hmm. We're season four. We just watched episode five, which yeah. was uh, the bulbs on the front lawn. And oh, wow. uh, what we've been doing is when we watch the episodes, um, we've been, uh, we pick one moment that I draw. And I think when you came to, came in, I did it digitally, but now that we have mm -hmm. the book, I've been drawing it on, um, this paper that's from the book. So it helps me practice my drawing because when someone buys, uh, one of my books, I'll draw a special moment either from Gilmore girls or, or whatever they want. They could send me a photo or I can, you know, they can tell me I really love daisies and I'd fill it with daisies, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I fill, I make the books really pretty in whatever way. And uh, so last night we drew Lauren and Scott on the couch watching, watching Casablanca. And, uh, and, but every episode, the audience that watches with TikTok picks one moment, they vote on it in the comments. And that's what I draw. And that was, that was a lot of fun because I like you, you kind of alluded to this. I, I got to be a guest on one of your lives yeah. one time and we watched one of my favorite episodes, which is uh, uh, Dear Emily and Richard, I believe yes. it's called, in, yeah, which is in so. season four, season three. Maybe three. I don't know. One one of, yeah, one of them. Yeah, uh, we, we got to watch that one together, which is one of my favorite episodes. But I, you know, I was curious. Obviously, since you've been rewatching it, um, in general, if there were any moments from your tenure working on that show that you wish you could just go back and relive, whether it was on set, off set, uh, what moment would you go back and relive? They would be, it would be hard to pick one specific moment because for me, it's just a combination of like, I really had fun, at, even though I was exhausted and it was physically challenging, 
the hardest moments are always the ones you want to relive because they were the most fun. Like we had every moment that we had every cast member on set, like Lane's wedding or the dance marathon or the festival of living arts or the you jump, I jump Jack. Those moments were special and really ingrained in my brain, even though I was like, if I, if I were in that moment right now, I would be like, Oh, why would I want to relive that? I'm grueling. I'm tired. I want to go to bed, but it was fun being around the actors. They really do energize you, especially like, you know, when there's more to do on set, when you have to physically sew someone into a dress or, or figure out some kind of, I, I'm, people call me MacGyver or Valgyver. Melissa would always call me MacGyver on set. And then later people would call me Valgyver. But whenever I had to fix something or do something and, and the whole uh, like set was waiting on me to do something, you know, because something broke, those moments, even though they're challenging and hard, they're the moments I thrive in because I know I can get it done. I know I can fix it. Um, but it's also, you know, anxiety ridden as well because you're like, ah, can I do it? It's 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 so it's it's so fascinating that all of these years later, Gilmore Girls is still going strong, you know, and then yes. it has become a, a comfort show for a lot of people that that yeah. watch it, you know, pretty much, you know, once or twice or three times a year, like they'll just rewatch it and rewatch it because it's oh, a yeah. comfort show. You know, they yeah. know it's coming. They love the characters and all of that. Is there anything that like obviously a lot of people learn from you, right, from your experience on the show and, and your behind the scenes view? Have there been any things that you've learned from the Gilmore Girls fandom recently that you're like, oh, I never really, I never really thought of it that way. Um, well, they point out things. I mean, I, I don't know if this is the right answer, but they'll point out things that they've seen because they've watched it so many times, like, like a continuity mistake or something. But 90% of the time I'll point out something that they never noticed, like with Marty on the ground the naked boy on the ground, there's like a towel that he's sitting on top of that shouldn't be there. It was just there for his comfort. And apparently he moved his legs slightly and and I couldn't watch the monitor to say, hey, we see the towel in the shot um, because I was standing there behind with a robe ready to put on him. But um, I'm trying to remember, like it's, I feel like I, I've learned a lot of, um, they are so giving, the fandom, is so generous and so kind and outgoing. And a lot of them have be I've become personal friends with so many of them, either from the Fan Fest Society, that festival that we go to and we all hang out and talk about, you know, we hang out and, and they get to meet a lot of the people that worked on that show I worked on 20 years ago. But, um, you know, when our, our dog passed away, they've just been so generous and like sending care packages and flowers and sweet mementos. But uh, I'm trying to think, like, are you talking about, like, moments that I wouldn't have realized? Or Yeah, I guess, yeah, because one of the, if there's one thing that I've uh, definitely realized, and I know I'm guilty of this as well, is that since the show has been out for so long, people quite often now deep dive into, yeah. like, every single detail about the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That yeah, yeah. probably... Yeah when it was written or when it was when it was being filmed probably wasn't really a thought uh, oh, or yeah, something yeah. in the back of their of their mind have there been any things yeah. like character wise that you're like oh okay yeah sure. um the other day we actually were on john's uh podcast on remarket not podcast but clubhouse we went to clubhouse and did remarkus with brenda and one of the fans had asked was there some thematic thing with a specific season of Lorelai wearing a lot of peace t-shirts? And Brenda was like, uh, no. In fact, probably what it was is that um, they had made the correlation that while well, the Iraq war had been recent, and so maybe it was just fashion choices in general were expressing that all you could get in a store were t-shirts with peace signs on it. Like a lot of times what we do um if it's in the store we're gonna buy it because that's what people are wearing um and i think that it was more society infecting our choices as opposed to us choosing something and having it go the opposite way of now there's more peace t-shirts in the stores sure that makes um, sense do you ever i guess 
my next question, my follow up to that is, does it ever, is it ever frustrating, <laughs> you know, when, when people kind of deep dive? Cause once again, I always have to like stop myself. Cause yeah. like, I, I'm like, I'm in 2022. <laughs> this show came out in <laughs> 20, 2000, 2001, completely different world back then. Yeah. Both, yeah. Both, you know, th- uh, thematically and organically, oh, like a different world. And yeah. society mm-hmm. and like, you know, I, I know that when I've seen you bring up like the ethnicity and lack thereof in Stars Hollow and like I think about it and I go, you know, I went to Vermont in 1993, I think, to do a movie, 92 or 93, and there was literally one black person on our crew and the only other black person I saw was a child that had been adopted into a family and maybe they were on vacation touring. And it's like, I think about it and I go, well, they were representing what this small town existed in this small town. And, and like, I always think about it and I go like, like it just wasn't something that they did back then was interject things into something. They were trying to recreate what existed and that's what existed back then. And I think that like nowadays you look at it from 2022 eyes and go, well, there's gotta be some, and, and there probably are more now people of different ethnicities that live there, but probably not back then. I don't know. I really don't know. Right. I didn't live yeah, I know, I, and, and one thing I always also say to people is that uh, it's, I never just blame Gilmore girls, right? Like when I bring up, like, oh, yeah. you know, the lack of people of color on TV, you know, now and back in the day, I never just blame one show because I think it's always been like it's just societal thing, Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and back in, and like there are things that were done, not just with TV, but in movies and books and comedy, yeah. all types of things that were done a long time ago that obviously would not fly today, right? Exactly. It's just, it's a different world. So I know that I constantly remind myself that, um, there's a lot of things that were a product of their time. And yeah. if Gilmore Girls were to come out today, it yeah. would obviously look different. I think, I, I think absolutely. It would, it, I would, mean, it would clearly look different. Could you notice a lot of differences between, did you notice a lot of differences between um, the, the A Year in the Life and the original show that reflected that as well probably. I did yeah I think there was there was a lot not just from a, a a racial standpoint but also from a um just like a pride standpoint there was there was a lot yeah. of you know times when you know um homosexuality was brought oh, up yeah. including you know most importantly Michelle I think at, uh, that was the first yeah, time yeah, I've ever heard him kind of... acknowledge that that he yeah. was uh that he was gay Someone asked me the other day about, like, someone asked me that the other day on, they came into my life, and I I said, like, listen, at that time, I'm sure we all knew that Yannick was gay, but he did not bring that up, or it wasn't part of his conversation that he would have with anybody. I'm not saying that he was in the closet, he just, it wasn't part of his normal, you know, like, hey, by the way, I'm going out with my, you know, it just, he kept his life very private. And I'm sure that that's probably also what he wanted. You never know where people lie back then, especially because it just wasn't. I mean, when did Ellen come out on? Oh, on her, on her show, on her on her sitcom. Uh, this was in the mid to late '90s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, and that was very like that was a big deal. Controversial, yeah. like it wasn't really accepted. It took her mm-hmm. a long time to get back into everyone's good graces and she was almost blacklisted because of that like she was she was very much almost blacklisted because of that so i think people just kind of go very slowly with these things they wait for someone else to make the jump and (laughs) and, uh and open those doors but luckily thankfully we live in a time now where those doors are open and Mm -hmm. proud which is awesome right right i want to touch upon some of the uh misconceptions about the show. I know you and I have talked about this before and I will never ever stop talking about these things because yeah. I just want people to just know some of these things. And there's three things in particular. Um, the first of which is that season five, I think it was, was phoned in. What that like- What do you mean? Uh, this was when, oh, I think it was season five when uh, people believe that Amy Sherman Palladino halfway through the season found out that she wasn't going to be a part of the next oh, season. no, 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 no. She was- 
she knew she was part of the season oh, yeah, up yeah, until yeah. the end of season six. Exactly. She exactly. She was still going to be. I mean, it wasn't until literally the last week of season six mm-hmm. that um, she knew uh, that she came to us. I mean, and said, listen, we're not going to be here. And right. it was very, uh, um, very very shocking i don't think anyone sure. had clue had a clue about yeah that. and that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why i wanted to bring it up to kind oh, of yeah. dispel that ideology because there are a lot of people that truly believe really? that halfway through season five amy they amy sherman paladino found out that there wasn't going to that she wasn't going to be a part of season six and the show was going to move on without her so she, she decided to um to this whatever season that she did right was it season seven Oh, oh, season seven is what she didn't write. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. I'm um, sorry. She so how about season until six. the very yeah. end? Right. The right. problem with it is that here is the deal. Maybe this kind of goes a little bit closer is they were only contracted to do seven seasons. I mean, they were contracted to do six. The actors were contracted to do seven. So um, I don't think she would have done anything to interfere with that. I think or sabotage. If, yeah, I don't. I, I don't just... think if anything, I think what she did was make it so that the network were being forced to bring mm-hmm. her back. Sure, sure. So yeah, she yeah, left I just... it in a state where they had to bring her back, and then yeah. when they didn't, it was like, well, good luck. You know, <laughs> with season seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, I always want to make sure that people understand that because there are tons of people. I like as I was watching season six i can't tell you how many times i heard from people oh she just kind of phoned it in for at the second half of season six because she knew she was going to be part of season seven i'm like that doesn't sound right and then i confirmed it with you i confirmed it with john i confirmed it with multiple people like that was not the case and then you like the whole everybody didn't find out until the very very end very end yeah of of the whole process and even with season seven to season eight we didn't find out until halfway during our hiatus we found out and that was only because the actors were like no uh, you can't offer me enough money Right. and or right. Warner Brothers just didn't want to offer the right amount right the uh but, the uh, the other misconception that I want to dispel uh and because these are things that I, that I've heard that I, yeah. I'm just like I just want to get it out there that this is not true um a lot of people were saying that season seven the the season that Amy was not in was written by people that had no connection oh, with the right. previous seasons at all. Like they brought wait, in a wait, bunch wait. of new people. Oh wait, sorry, say, say it again. That season seven was written. Yeah, the final season on TV before it went to Netflix. Okay, like the final so season on TV. Yeah, season seven was written by David Rosenthal and Rebecca Rand Krishner, who were part of season six. And um, I don't know how or who or when they knew that they were going to be part of seven. I don't know how that all went down, but they were definitely part of the show. They were in the writer's room. The problem with anything with Amy is Amy writes the show. Amy is the one that finally every piece of dialogue goes through her, every script. Doesn't matter how far um, the, the, the writers get, Amy has final say-so. So what seven is missing is Amy's final say-so. Um, and also probably uh, the trajectory of what these characters were going to do. I'm pretty sure they had to build that because what happens is they will go um, on a writer's retreat in the middle, right after they end the show, maybe they have a few weeks off and they have a little writer's retreat and they sort of hash out what the trajectory for the show is. So they were missing that from Amy. Amy had nothing to do with season seven in any way, shape or form. But those two um, who had been part of previous um, previous things were there. Right. So yeah, I, I always like clarifying that for people as well because the there's there's I, I'm telling you, people just believe that like oh, yeah. they just hired some random people that had no connection to Game yeah. Girls at all to do that fi- to do that final season yeah. on TV. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> Um, no. And then the fi- and then the final thing that I want to uh, <laughs> that I want to clear up. This is something that I hear a lot, probably every other week. I hear that season two of A Year in the Life is premiering oh next month. I hear it month after you month know, after month after month. 
I don't think, I, I personally no. don't think it'll ever happen, but that's just me. I personally, I am the same way. I personally don't think we will ever do it, but stranger things have happened. They did the, you know, they did the first one. Um, but you and I will know when that happens, if it were to ever happen, if Amy actually says that she signed a contract and it, you know, gets released in like deadline news and right, all, all like the press things, release actual and just like, yeah. legitimate news sites <laughs> instead of, you know, you know what that all is. It's all clickbait. It really is. It really, really is. And, and it, it's fascinating because I'll get tagged and stuff. They're like, Kai, guess what? Season two, a year in the life. Yeah. They secretly they secretly filmed yeah. it. And it's coming out on Netflix next they month. They can't I'm like, secretly what? film any of that stuff <laughs> because do you know how difficult it is to get access to the back lot? Do you know how many people walk through the back lot? A lot. And it doesn't look like Stars Hollow right now. It looks like um, whatever show is shooting there right now at the moment. In fact, what they've done, uh, a fun thing about the back lot is when we were shooting Gilmore Girls, we owned the back lot. No one could go back there without our permission to shoot anything. And I actually think there was a moment when Ghost Whisper set burned down at Universal that Ghost Whisper used our back lot that they had to be very careful. They couldn't use any of the iconic. They would have to paint or do anything to those those sets i can't remember what season that was but um warner brothers was not very happy with the fact that gilmore girls owned basically the entire back lot and, and nobody else could use it that after our show wrapped every other show that used the back lot actually shares it and has it for smaller periods of time and so more shows will tend to use that back lot area than what was allowed to use it during the time we were doing it that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I get tagged maybe about once a month saying season two, a year yep. in the life it's coming. And, and the other now, side can of you it, imagine how many times I get tagged. Oh, and I can only been, imagine. I know. Oh my God. Every live I go, when's season two coming out? I'm like, good luck with that one. This you know, I'd probably go viral, which I, I haven't would. really, I would if I did something, but yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the other side of it, I, and the other side of it, people will be like, okay, Kai, if there were a season two of A Year in the Life, where would it pick up? And I told them, don't forget, A Year in the Life took, like, that was released, what, 2016? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it is 2022. So it was eight so. years ago. It was eight years ago that it was released. So I would imagine nine years ago that it was filmed, right? Wait, if I'm not Wait, eight, were we doing 20, the math right? Six, am I mathing math? Am I mathing 16, right? 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That'd be seven or seven five, years. six years. Yeah, six years. So, which is which is a good chunk of time. And the world I has mean, changed a lot since 2016. Oh my God. Like a lot. And yeah. um, the so I always tell people if it were, if there were to be, a, like this is just me like using my yeah. fantasy mind. If there were to be a season two of A Year in the Life, I personally don't think it would pick up right where season one left off. There would have no. to be a time jump. Oh, 100%. Like, there would have to be a time jump. Maybe we'll get like a snippet of of yeah. like of it, like but like it, it's not going to be mainly right after that. I think. And um, also, what yeah. cast members are you going to get to do it? Like, right, <laughs> Melissa ain't coming back. Melissa is not coming. I mean, back. Melissa, if she came back, it would be a day. Yeah, you know, because you, you only got her. You only got her for a little bit for the you first. Got her for one day mm -hmm. one day right and um and it's funny the the things that people were upset by in a year in the life had to do with the fact that they couldn't do everything that they would have done because we didn't have the actors to do it and we didn't have the actors at the right time and i mean it's just and all of them have gone on to do amazing things a like a lot of the cast Jared, members are Milo, yeah they're all like, like really really Liza. like doing well right now well, like all I mean, of like even Jeff, even Dean, Kirk. and Logan are all doing great right now on the road. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. I mean, I love that everybody is doing so great, mm -hmm. and um, it's another reason why you you just are happy for them that they've done so well. But it's another reason why they probably won't 
do another revival. I think like, it's time. I think I think we got our I think we got our story. And the the one of the main questions I wanted to ask you was what you thought of the ending because a lot of people were saying I need the ending. I need to know what happened. Blah blah. To me, I think that was the perfect way to end it. I think like what more could you want? They're like, who's the dad? I'm like, probably Logan. It was, it's most likely yeah, it's, Logan. I don't know who else Logan. it could possibly be. The only other logical explanation to me is if um, she went to Paris's like clinic and like is housing a baby for somebody. I think that is but, such like, a weird, like I don't it, even it's, think it is that weird. was, yeah. it is a weird, I think that is one of those things where that's a deep dive. That that's someone dive. who went, yes. wait, it could also be this, which it, you know, I mean, the thing is, in no logical sense would that ever be the case like it would yeah i agree there would have been a storyline about that. i agree the the, the way been that they justify thing. it they say that um since since she was hurting so much for money that she did yeah, yeah, it whatever. for money yeah no, she <laughs> I'm, did it I'm, for money her mom and dad her mom and future husband <laughs> dad stepped out wouldn't give her the money i know oh, yeah here's no yeah, no yeah i just i just think that like I, I, it's, it's clearly Logan. And like, I, I yeah. don't see what more to be completely honest. I don't see what more could be done without it seeming forced. And yeah. I felt like it was a good, like, if anything, circle of life, right. Yeah. We got to see, we got to see like the, a full circle. So like, I don't think I need to see what Rory is like as a mom. I, I, I just don't, I think that we can kind of just fantasize in our yeah. head. Exactly. Uh, and it's going to be, it'll live up to all of our expectations because it's not happening in her life. It's, not, it's not it's not repeating even if it if she became the nom and we saw that she would be the exact opposite of lauren as a mom you know because her character is the exact opposite of lauren as a mom but i always wanted like when when we ended the show i was always like wouldn't it be kind of fun to do all just the townies all the time <laughs> do a stars hollow with just I, the townies forget, forget all the like that hero people that would be know. great that but, would be uh, a fantastic just the townies just like just the that, townies that's just the around just the comic yeah. relief nothing yeah. you know just go to a festival every you know a couple weeks and yes. <laughs> have one of those things did you what like i the would ending? love to see huh did you like the ending i thought the ending i thought the ending was good like you mm -hmm. know i it's funny i liked when we were working on it, i was like page turner like oh my god oh my god like i just trust amy I trust Amy and what she wanted to present. This was her vision. And, and I thought she did a, a great job at it. I loved the musical because I like musicals. I know that you guys were wanting more, but that was just from your own selfish perspective. Of I actually didn't want, I actually didn't want, I, I, no, here's the thing. I, the reason that I have a soft spot for the musical Mm -hmm. um is is for three reasons number one obviously Sutton Foster you can't you can't go wrong yeah yeah exactly uh, and then yeah. uh, number two Christian Burrell who's a brilliant yeah. brilliant actor and number three the musical was written by one of my favorite um yeah. composers uh, Janine Tesori who has written a couple of my favorite musicals so as okay. soon as the music started to play I was like this is definitely Janine Tesori 100% because I, I can just I can just tell yeah, that yeah. um and so like that's why I have a soft spot for it I think it went a little too long but yeah. I didn't, I'm glad that it was with Sutton Foster and Christian Bro. I wouldn't have wanted to, wanted it with anybody else because they sold it and they were invested. And like, I enjoyed that. Oh, they part. did. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was so horrible and so good at the same time. Like, you know, it, I don't know. I loved having Sutton on set. I think that was the best because I had um, gotten to day play over on Bunheads with Brenda and Sutton was there. And, you know, she is the hugest Gilmore Girl fan huge Gilmore I didn't Girl. know that so Sun Foster is oh, a yeah. gigantic Gilmore Girls fan yeah oh, wow. so she um I remember when we were over at Bunheads I was like hey you know if you ever want to go on a tour of the lot let's go I'll take you I can show you all the Gilmore Girls stuff and we never ended up doing it except when she did come to set I was like oh look over here over here over here you know I'd show her stuff um but she she was such a sweetheart she is still such a sweetheart I want to talk about the the fan fests uh society oh, yeah. uh because i think this is fascinating uh i hear i hear that they might have a special guest if i'm not mistaken i'm coming <laughs> <They announced, laughs> why don't you talk a little bit about day. that yeah so basically it's um it's this really fun thing where um a bunch of us go like so in the past um well i'll tell you who's coming this year it's eris who played caesar um my god nick holmes who played robert from life and death brigade you have 
Rini, who plays Lulu. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh, we have a new guest who hasn't been before. Although she, I did an interview with her um, for one of the fan fests. Uh, uh, we did a virtual fan fest and I did an interview, which was Devin who played Logan's sister. And then one of the Yale Daily News guys, Devin is there. Oh, Emily Kuroda is coming, you know, Mrs. Kim. And basically you're in a town we're walking around, people are walking around, you see people, you say hi. Um, there's usually, it's gonna be a little different because they're doing it in Maine. So I don't know the whole, everything, but they usually have panels, people talk, they, you know, you have Q and A's, you get to meet the actors, you get to hang out with them. I'll be bringing ice cream, of course. And there's like costume contests. And we did that, we emceed for the costume contest and they just deep dive, like that's where you deep dive. Um, in I know Stan Zimmerman, who's one of the writers, he's going to be there. Um, and I know that there's one more special guest they're going to announce. And afterwards, there's a theater in Algonquit that Liza Weil is coming to the after for this theater in Algonquit. And there's a play that Stan Zimmerman wrote called Before I, Before I Go. And it's all about, um, I believe it's it's almost like I think it's suicide notes or notes that people have left before they passed away. So and it's a comedy. <laughs> I'm well, it's a comedy. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I've wa I've wanted to see it, so I'm excited because I'll I'll get to see that when I go. And um and so there's a few of the cast um, from FanFest will be in it as well, and um, but Liza Weil will be in it which, you know, who knows what her involvement will be with us. I don't know if she's going to pop in on that, but it's just, it's a fun weekend and you're surrounded by fans. They dress up. It's like cosplay the whole weekend. They get to be Lauren and Alex, you know, they get to be uh, Luke and Lorelai or, or Rory and, and they just, you know, have a great time. And it's That's really awesome. fun. And when does this take place? Um, September 29th, that weekend. Um, so September, I think it's September 29th, 30th, 31st, or uh, for yeah. October 1st and 2nd, something I'll like put that. The, I'll put the details for anybody that's listening, that's interested. I'll put the details yeah. uh, down at the bottom in the description uh, and all of that. So uh, that's great. Awesome. Uh, now, before, before we, uh, cause I want to talk about your book, uh, but before oh, yeah. we do that, I want to do a little rapid fire little thing with you. Okay. Um, I want to, I'm going to say a character's name and okay. I just want you to say the first word that comes to mind. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> uh, all right, here we, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. First one, Kirk. Uh, quirky. Miss Patty. Flamboyant. Babette. Spunky. TJ. Oh, um, nutty. <laughs> Lulu. Sweet. Taylor. Uh, ornery. <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life. <laughs> Mitchum. Oh, um, conniving. Ooh, nice. Uh, Jackson. Um, uh, earthy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, April. Aw, um, uh, smart. Yeah. Uh, Doyle. Oh, uh, gosh. A leader. I don't. I don't know nice. what. You know. That's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Paris. Oh, <laughs> this one I have to think about. There's so many aspects of Paris. <laughs> um, just. Uh, gosh, <laughs> what kind of word for Paris? Um, I'm not going to say evil because she's not evil. Right. I, the word that comes to mind for me is multifaceted. I don't know why. That's the yeah, first that's word a that good comes word. to mind. This is multifaceted. Like she has her hands in a lot of things. That's my um, answer to everything that I can't figure out. Right. <laughs> uh, Michelle. Ooh, um, French. <laughs> French, yes. <laughs> um, Max. Max. Oh wait, wait. Oh Max. Max. Medina, okay, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. My brain was like Max Perlick. Room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, smart. I mean, just, yeah. you know, super smart. Emily. Oh, motherly. Mm -hmm. Richard. <laughs> like with a motherly. <laughs> That's <laughs> like a stern motherly. Uh, Ri mother. Richard. Oh, um, grandpa-ish. Yeah. Uh, Chris. 
um, God, what would I say about Chris? Oh, gosh, um, motorcycles, what comes That's to mind? I mean, it's the, not really like- The first one that comes to me, and people might hate me for that, is, is the word trying. That's the first trying. word that is just trying. Yeah. Like, I feel like he was always trying. Like he wasn't perfect, but he he, he was always trying. He tried. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tristan. <laughs> um, Bushi. <laughs> That's the best. I love that. <laughs> oh I mean, man. <laughs> I don't know. Either it's just or it's swarmy one way. Swarmy. The other. Okay, that's fair. Swarmy or douchey. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Kim. Oh, stern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dean. Uh, uh, uh bubbly. Like. Oh, really? Bubbly. Like, yeah. Like I don't know if bubbly is the right word. Like. Like a deer in the headlights, you know, okay. like, yeah, like okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh Logan. Um, adventurous. Oh, that's a good one. Uh Jess. Um, bad, well, not bad, but like bad mm. boy. Yeah, or, like a badass um, bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lane. Uh sneaky. Ooh, very nice. Uh Suki um well uh, it's gonna have something to do with uh aromatic no not aromatic, aromatic. um not aromatic <laughs> that would be like the thing uh <laughs> something to do with chef things like uh, uh like something culinary um palate uh, i don't okay. know no that's fair i, I think that's fair uh luke uh coffee coffee Rory. <laughs> I mean, books yeah and last one my my wife my future love uh, who's Laura. single now, by the way? Uh, oh, yeah. Laure <laughs> yeah. Lorelai. <laughs> um, it's weird because I, 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 I'm always like jumping between the character and the actor. Yeah. Um, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Something food that. related. You did really good with that. That was good. You're off the hot seat. Yeah, I'm off the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about um, the, the book uh, that you have. Yes. Uh, which is really fascinating. Uh, it's called The Story and Recipes of Valerie's Cat Ice Cream. Um, can you talk about what this book is and, and why people should get it if they're a Gilmore Girls fan? Okay. You can get it for more than just Gilmore though. Just know it was written because uh, I used to go to the fan fest and they were like, hey, listen, we can't pay you because we're just fans doing this festival. But if you write a book, you could sell it at the festival. And I was like, okay, that's a lot to ask. So um, I, they've eventually bent my arm and I said, okay, let me think about it. And overnight, uh, I decided that, well, they said it should be stories and recipes and I make ice cream, I've been making ice cream for 20 years. And a lot of my Gilmore girl friends like Ed, Lane, Akeko, um, uh, Lulu, Sean, well, let's see, um, Eris, um, who else is in the book? Emily Kuroda. Um, Mrs. Uh, Miss Patty, all those people, they had come to a lot of the parties that we would have. And so their personal stories and each of the actors and also everyone else in my life. And so it's a story and a recipe and the recipes when they came out of me became graphic pieces of art. So it's like a little image of a coffee being poured into this and, and that and a milk being poured and sugar and eggs. And so the recipes are all visual. And then the stories are all handwritten and they kind of take you on a little adventure through my life, through their lives. And it's the story of ice cream. It's the story of my life told through my friends. And each of the recipes were um, inspired by that actor. Like for example, uh, Liz Torres came over to the house. We had a party and she's sitting at the ice cream table. She takes a bite of the chocolate chipotle ice cream and she starts singing this Mexican mariachi drinking song and so that's like one of the stories that's in the book and there's just like different little it it dives down um for some of these actors that i worked with and and then some of the stories are they're not just gilmore girls there's uh like there's a few dedications a few memorials to different people that were in my life like my aunt passed away and she's in the book and and there's some really sweet, sorrowful, very deep stories in there that catch you off guard. You're not, you're not aware that they're sad until it hits you. 
Um, and it's, it's fun to be able to share the stories of the people in my life um, through that. That's but it's a good chunk of them are Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that's amazing. Where, where, where can people get this book? The only way to get the book is either to catch me randomly in the world. I usually have one on me. <laughs> if you see her on the street, be like, I want to get your street, book. <laughs> I did get recognized on TikTok. You're famous I got recognized now. outside of TikTok and someone bought the book that way. I am. I'm famous. <laughs> um, but, or go to my website, which is Valerie's Cat Ice Cream. And it's Valerie, my name, cat, like a kitty cat. I like your eyeballs. Scream like you're screaming for your life. And I'm sure Kyle put it in the comments. I will. And there's two versions you can buy. You can either buy the book, which is 20 bucks, or I will spend a half an hour with you hanging out as I draw your favorite thing in the world very a quick doodle for 30 minutes and they're very elaborate they're very elaborate and very fun and i know i remember you said you wanted to get a couple you yeah, want to get I, the original i definitely right? I, th I think what i what i'm going to do i can because I, I actually have a, a tool that can actually do this now uh is do yeah. like a a giveaway kind of thing oh, cool. so um i'm yeah i'm definitely gonna announce that soon and i i can also use this time to make another announcement that Ooh. people are going to like oh I know. Are you ready? Are you sitting yes, down? I'm ready. I am sitting down. <laughs> I, starting in July, I am going to rewatch the show. Oh, wow. I am going to rewatch the show uh, and I am going to uh, not post the thing, like post the reviews on TikTok. I'm going to do each, it won't be like every day, like I used to, uh, yeah. but maybe like uh, once a week or, you know, twice, twice a month, I'm going to take an episode and just break down certain things within the episode thematically that I that I like and certain moments and give my thoughts on certain characters that I didn't get to talk about before. Now that I have the full context yeah. of the show, I can actually give my thoughts on how I feel about Rory and why and how I feel about Lorelai, how I feel about yeah. Max, Medina, all of that stuff. So I, in the beginning of July, I'm going to be doing that for, for, the, for the world. Because I feel, uh, I, I get asked all the time, they're like, hi, I followed you for Gilmore Girls and I missed the Gilmore Girls. I'm like, hold yeah. tight, my friends. I just have to take a little step back. You know, back. what's interesting about that is the way that the year in the life ends, it naturally leads one to want to rewatch because now you're seeing it from the perspective of Rory having freshly written her experiences out, knowing full well what happens. Exactly. So yeah, I'm excited. Way, I, I am excited to, to are you gonna to watch it? it? Are you watching it live on TikTok? No, or I'm not? not gonna watch it live. No, because okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be very um it's gonna be very detailed kind yeah. of thing. So I'm gonna be like highlighting certain actors and, and talking about like their backgrounds and highlighting yeah, certain yeah. thematic moments and uh talking about the differences between the seasons and why this is my favorite episode. Like talk about things like that. So yeah. it won't even be necessarily um breaking things down episodically yeah i guess the better way to describe it is i'm going to be re-watching the show and just breaking it down thematically and yeah. and talking about like the things that like make this show a, a really really good show so i'm super yeah. excited i, I had to take a step because I, I spent like two years watching the show and oh, yeah. it down. so i'm like I, let me take like a step back for a couple months <laughs> for a little yeah, bit yeah. for like six months and now and, and i'm excited to hop back in i'm excited to hop well, back in and do it it is it it's crazy to think that I'm still talking about a show that I worked on 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That part still kind of blows my mind. Yeah. And I've, I really have been fun watching the episodes live on TikTok. Mm -hmm. What's nice. And I think different than what most people do is I stop the episode in the middle. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, look at this. Did <laughs> yeah. you see this? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's fun uh, when that happens because people are like what what I missed it and then they see it and they're like <laughs> yeah. oh my god I can't unsee that right right um that's awesome it's that's been fun no honestly and, and honestly I, I owe like I said before in the beginning I owe a lot to you uh because you have uh brought me into even more so into this world of, of Gilmore Girls more so than I would have ever imagined uh, yeah. And you have introduced me to so many people and you've provided uh, so much insights and, and, and you have welcomed me and so many other people into, into oh, the world. Yeah. Uh, and it warms my heart that I'm, that I'm your friend. Like, honestly, I just want to say thank you. The Gilmore fans mm -hmm. are literally, there's not, there, there's, it's very, they're very warm and welcoming. And I never thought 
that I would ever know any of them. Like it wasn't something on my agenda. It yeah. was sort of randomly. I owe a lot of that to the actor being friend Facebook, you know, cause you become friends with people on Facebook. And then all of a sudden you're starting to become friends with all these different people. <laughs> and then they find you because you're friends with this one. And then, yeah. and, and that's how that all happened. I mean, it's yeah. crazy and wild. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, like, like legit. And, and you know, dang well that I'll be talking with you again, especially as I yeah. break things down. So, yeah, so yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope well, you're ready you for that. You can't get rid of me you that know. easily, Valerie. Can't get rid of no, me that easily. No, no. And I, you know what? I'm still waiting for you to come out to LA to I go know. to Magic Mountain because I, I want to go with you. I know. Is that going to happen anytime soon? My, my, so my goal, cause everything got pushed back cause I signed on to do a project uh, this July. So yeah. the goal is, is, um, uh, Florida in August and like west coast in september that that's the goal okay we'll have to that's figure out because my september is very crazy mm -hmm. i'm going down mm -hmm. to san diego and speaking at a con like a ice cream historian thing in san Ooh, diego nice. well it's at culinary historians in yeah. san diego one weekend and then uh and then i fly out for the fan fest at the end mm -hmm. of the month so as long right. as you maybe in the beginning of sure. are you gonna go at the beginning of september i have no idea I hope I'll, so. I'll know. I'll know soon, though. I'll know soon. I'm just. Okay. Waiting, I'm waiting on a couple of things to fall into place, and then I'll have. Because I do know I'll a few people yeah. that work at Magic Mountain, and nice. so <laughs> we nice. met them when I was working on yesterday. Oh, you know nice. that I worked yeah. with. Uh, I worked with. I know you're dating. Jennifer not Garner, Jennifer yeah, Garner. not yeah. <laughs> but but the real Jennifer Garner yeah. gave me a hug. That's amazing. So yesterday. that means that means if I give you a hug. Technically, I'd help Jennifer like, Garner and not Gen Jennifer Garner. And and Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga, yes. And Lauren. <laughs> Look at that. This is all taken off the list. I love it. And and <laughs> George Clooney, too. Oh, just, just you know what? All of those people, they're now all, we're like besties now. This is how it works. <laughs> oh they're just God. like one quick hug here and yeah, there. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I've hugged Valerie. a lot of people. Valerie, thank you so much. Like, honestly, thank you for, for sitting and, and, and chatting with me. And friends, once again, if you if you have an interest in, in getting uh, Valerie's book, I'm putting the information down in the description. Uh, I'll also at some point very soon, now that I have a system for it, uh, I'm going to be announcing a giveaway for, for this book so people can uh, get, a, get a slice of it because it's a really see, good the, get a scoop wanted, of it, I should say. You wanted the original book, which is half half the recipes mm -hmm. and it's fun and what i'll do is i'll draw on the book for them whoever that. wins whoever wins it yeah we'll do a quick drawing for the original nice. of the original book. oh i love that i love that yeah, yeah let's let's definitely coordinate we're definitely going to do that um yeah. my friends once again uh go follow valerie i'm going to put her information down at the bottom go get her book go follow her especially if you're a big gilmore girls fan or fan of ice cream fan of just good people go follow valerie you're going to enjoy it i More promise stories. you Yes. <laughs> uh, always remember, Vibers, if there is a content creator or a person that you want me to talk to, please don't be afraid to reach out and let me know. And I will definitely reach out to them. Uh, and I love that jazz. Once again, thank you again, Valerie, for sitting and chatting with me. Uh, everybody else, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And remember, God bless and good vibes. Bye. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.